the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast with your host, Brian Briscoe. In this podcast, we bring some of the top professionals in the apartment investing field to discuss various aspects of the apartment investing journey with the sole purpose of educating listeners to make wise investment decisions. The Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast is sponsored by Four Oaks Capital, bringing you high yield returns through apartment complex investing. This is episode number 208 and part of our multifamily brief series. Today, I want to talk about what I call the W-2 mindset. And before I go further, I do want to be clear on one thing. There's nothing wrong with being a W-2 employee. I firmly believe that. And I've built everything that I have now essentially from a W-2 income. And that W-2 income has provided my family with a certain amount of stability over the years. We've had constant paychecks hit the bank from which to pay rent or mortgage to you know put clothes on our kids' back, food on our table, and basically live the lifestyle that we've been able to live. And my W-2 income has sustained my family for many, many years now. But as I've exited my my W-2, I've retired from the Marine Corps, no longer have a W-2 income, you know, I, I've put a lot of thought in, into basically the pros and cons of having a W-2 income, you know, now sitting in a position where that W-2 is over. So what I want to discuss today is where having a W-2 mindset can be counterproductive and how to overcome that. So a couple of things on, on the W-2. First, there, there's a lot of good things, like I said, about a W-2, and, and we'll talk about that. You know, number one, I think the stability that a W-2 gives is essential for a lot of people. You know, it gives somebody a regular paycheck that is very predictable, very easy to budget. And I think the biggest thing about the W-2 is it removes a lot of uncertainty. You know, one thing I, I remember from my, my psychology class in college was Maslow's hierarchy of needs, where you know, you have your baseline needs that have to be met before you progress. And a lot of times that W-2 income meets those basic needs of shelter and food and and the base, basic necessities of life. So having that stable, regular paycheck is a very positive thing for, for a lot of people. And the other thing about it is many people, most jobs in, in the world, or especially in this nation today are W2 jobs, you know? So I think it's, it's natural to get into a W2 job. You work hard, you learn, you do well, and you try to, you know, make a better life from it. Um, one thing that I think is, is also good about it is a steady regular paycheck will actually make you attractive to lenders. You know, if you're trying to get into the multifamily space or into the real estate investing space as well, that W-2 income is something that lenders really like to look at. Now I'd like to shift gears slightly and talk about where the W-2 mindset can be counterproductive, you know, and I think a lot of people when they have this W-2, they become 100% reliant on the W-2 and the employer for their financial future. Now, in in previous generations, you know, looking at my my grandparents and you know a little bit into my parents, you know, it used to be that you could work for 40 years for a single employer, and they'd take care of you in your old age. And you start working for them in your mid 20s, and you work until your mid 60s, and they would give you a pension, they'd give you health care benefits, and they would take care of you. Now, a lot of things have changed. You know, people are living a lot longer, number one, and they're retiring a little earlier in a lot of cases. So a lot of the W-2, a lot of the companies who used to offer those pensions are no longer doing it, number one. And number two, people are living a lot longer, so they need to have more set up for those retirement years. Now, something else about, you know, W-2 is there, there's a lot of limitations. You know, I think 
I'm I'm a subscriber to what Robert Kiyosaki has has written in in both Rich Dad Poor Dad and Cashflow Quadrant, but nobody's ever going to get wealthy from a W two salary. It doesn't matter matter how much you make, you're not going to gain true wealth from a salary, you know. And for, for for those who are making you know modest amounts, you know that next promotion or next pay raise is not significantly going to affect your financial future. You know, I used to look at the military pay charts and look where I was, and it's it's really easy to know exactly how much you're going to make. You look at your rank, you look at your time in service, and you, you look on the chart, and that's exactly what you're, you're going to be making. And it's easy to predict what you're going to be making in the future. But I fell into the rut many times of looking at that chart and just saying, well, let's see, one, one rung to the right, if I if I stay in for another 18 months and I get promoted, you know, I'm, I'm one rung to the right and one rung up. Wow, that's going to be an extra $700 a month or $900 a month. We're really going to be doing well when that happens. You know, but really that ends up being a fallacy because the extra income comes in. Most people just increase their spending to match their income. So, what ends up happening is people become addicted to that paycheck and nobody asks or rarely ask what happens if this paycheck stops. And even worse, nobody prepares for that unfortunate reality that happens to a lot of people. Now, I've talked with hundreds of people on this podcast. I mean, this is episode 208, and the majority of our episodes have two guests. So hundreds of people on this podcast and in various networking groups that have been in that situation where everything is going well, and they're getting that W-2, they're living well, and have a good salary, and then it all stops. And if you're relying on that W-2 as your only source of income to sustain your family, that puts you in a very problematic scenario, especially if you don't have a savings or you're living paycheck to paycheck. And that's where real estate can come in and really, really help somebody. Now, if you're in a W-2 that you like and you enjoy, by all means, stay in that W-2. You know, I part of the reason I stayed in the Marine Corps for 20 years is because I did enjoy it. I felt fulfilled for many of those 20 years doing what I did with, with the Marine Corps. And, you know, it was a W-2 income. But along the way, and incidentally, I wish I would have been more aggressive and more focused on this. Along the way, I did what my rich dad, you know, Robert Kiyosaki told me to do in his books is starting to acquire assets. And I chose real estate to give me something that I could fall back on if that W-2 ever ran out. And like I said, I wish I would have been a lot more aggressive on it because after 10 or 12 years of, you know, treating, you know, real estate and investing as a hobby, I realized at some point that I didn't have near enough the financial foundation to be able to eventually exit my W-2. And the Marine Corps is a lot different than a lot of different corporate jobs in that it's very much a young man's game or woman, but it's something that you can do very well when you're young. But, you know, the average age in the Marine Corps is still, you know, 20, 21 years old. And the older you get, the harder it is to stay in for many, many reasons. So end, end of the day, you know, where, where can you go wrong with the W-2 is if you are relying 100% on that W-2. So whether you're looking at your investments in, once again, apartment investing podcasts, we're talking specifically about investing in in real estate now. So whether you're looking at your real estate investments as an off-ramp from your W-2 or as a safety blanket, it is definitely something that you can and you should build while you have a W-2 income. 
And what building that income on the side is going to do is it, it's going to provide you a lot more stability than the perceived stability you get from that W-2 paycheck. You know, that W-2 paycheck can pay your bills and the money that comes off your investment properties can be put into more and more investments. And the stability that that gives you is if your W-2 unexpectedly comes to a stop, you are not starting over with zero. You're starting with assets in hand and cash flow in hand and something that you can potentially transition into as a new career or something that can just hold you over until you find another W-2 job. To sum things up, I think I should say that, you know, really, you know, W-2 income like anything else is neither good or bad. It's just how you use it that is going to set you up for success later or potentially set you up for for, for failure and crashing and burning. And the danger comes really from the, the lack of planning, the lack of preparing your financial future and taking control of your finances. Because with, with a W-2 job, you know, I don't care where you work, it's possible for you to lose that W income, W-2 income almost at the drop of a hat. So while you have that W-2 income, I'd urge you to do what, you know, like I said, once again, rich dad, my rich dad taught me is you, you pay yourself first, have that pay yourself first mentality and try to move from that E employee quadrant to the I investor quadrant where your money is working for you. And once again, that's where real estate can really help. You know, you can save enough money to invest passively in a syndication where you're earning, you know, six, eight, 10%, you know, preferred return plus a share in the upside when the property sells. And that can augment your income if something else happens to your, your W-2. And whether you want to be actively involved where you're, you're searching for properties, you're putting deals together, you're finding investors or passively involved where you're just basically investing with a, a sponsor who does it, you know, multifamily is a great way to start to provide that extra stability that can augment that W-2 job or paycheck that you have right now. And more than the stability it gives you, it will end up giving you options. So when you come to the point in the road, like I did three or four years ago, when you realize that you eventually are going to have to leave that W-2, you have the options, you have something to fall back on, and you can just pivot instead of starting over. Now stay tuned because on Friday, we're releasing another Ask the Expert episode with Antoinette and Shannon Robinette. That's it for today's show. listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast today, brought to you by Four Oaks Capital. If you'd like to know more about how to invest in apartment buildings or want to be a guest in our show, visit our website at fouroakscapital.com slash podcast or email us directly. If you're still listening, you obviously like the show, so pull out your phone, tap subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you again next week.